started a new series last week called New Wineskins. Uh, it's one of the prophetic words over 2021. New wineskins, new mantles, new capacity. And if you don't know the words over 2021, these were words that were spoken over this house. It's out on that board out back there. I, I don't have them all memorized, so I will get in trouble. A place of healing, uh, new mantles, strong and courageous, and year of alignment. I guess I do. So um, I want to read the word real quick. And uh, new wineskins are needed for new wine. So this is, these are words that were given. Some, we have a prophetic team that speaks some of these things or um, some of the things the Lord gives me. This is from our prophetic team. New wineskins are needed for new wine. New wineskins are needed for the new wine to have room to expand. To pray that we will not be offended with him however he chooses to move and manifest. We need, we need him and his spirit to do the works, the greater works that he wants to wants and told us we would do. Do we believe that? No, not anybody in this place believes that, right? We are called to do greater works than he did. I'll explain a little bit of what that means in a few minutes. But may we not believe the old ways are better and refuse to taste the new things he brings. So my goal is we're going to spend some time on this word because there's a lot. I mean, we could just go on forever talking about new wineskins. But um, let's read our theme verse. Luke 5.33, And they said to him, The disciples of John fast often and offer prayers, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees. But yours eat and drink. And Jesus said to them, Can you make wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and they will fast in those days. And then he told them a parable. No one tears a piece from a new garment and puts it in an old garment. If he does, he will tear the new, and the, new, and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins and it will be spilled and the skins will be destroyed. But the new wine must be put into fresh wineskins. No one after drinking old wine desires new, for he says the old is good. That's a little interesting line there at the end, right? So last week we kind of broke this down a little bit, exactly what was going on, what Jesus was talking about, a little background the religious atmosphere that uh, the Pharisees, uh, that Jesus was living with these Pharisees and the Sadducees. And, and uh, uh, I encourage you, if you missed it, uh, go back and listen. And let me just, on that note, uh, we are, uh, if you don't want to watch the message, you can go listen. We are on Spotify and Apple uh, Podcasts every week. So if you're just in your car, I'm, I'm not the type that normally to pull up a YouTube, but I'll listen on Spotify or something. So uh, if you don't have, if you didn't listen to that, you can. So just to summarize, Pharisees were highly religious people, all kinds of traditions that went far beyond the scriptures. Uh, they had these oral laws that they, that they passed down from generation to generation. Have, have you guys ever heard that before? Because I, I had actually never heard that before when we talked about it last week. Um, these oral traditions that were passed on from generation to generation of things, how to explain the laws that Moses had given. And, but it had taken this toll and had gone way, way deeper than this. Things about how to observe the Sabbath, how to wash your hands. I mean, there was one I was reading about that's like, if the, if the water goes over a knuckle, you have to do something different. I mean, it was just that, that you know, intricate in detail. And so these traditions were putting this heavy burden on the people, the Jewish people. 
Because they were the, these were the Pharisees, they were the spiritual leaders, and they were saying to everybody there, if you want to get close to God, you got to wash your hands correctly. If you want to get close to God, here's how you honor this and do these festivals and stuff. So this heavy burden started to be laid on people. I mean, can you imagine that? And they didn't know any better. Jesus comes along and he shows them this new uh, way of, of relating to God, not through rules and regulations, but through him. And he actually calls himself the bridegroom and that we're the bride. This is an intimate term. I mean, he's talking about this is the closeness that you're going to have with me when I leave. And he gives him these two parables about the cloth and the wineskins. And basically, these two things are incompatible. Jesus, the new wine, the life of the spirit and the old wine, the old cloth represent the old way of relating to God by rules and regulations, the letter of the law. And it was exhausting work. You know, I have a Mormon friend. I guess just say he's not Mormon, former Mormon, but he grew up Mormon. And uh, man, he tells me how, I mean, they were the real Mormons. Uh, I don't know if you say they have like undergarments that they wear, holy undergarments and all. I mean, they did all of that stuff. And he would talk to me about, he's talked to me a lot about the life living in that. Now he's since become a Christian and a believer. Um, the thing with Mormons is they have this form of truth, but not the whole truth. Okay, so they believe that Jesus did die on the cross. That's that is part of your salvation. The second part of your salvation is your works. How far you you've got to if you don't tithe, for instance, you may miss heaven. I mean, things like that. And so this is this heavy burden. And my friend got saved and he says, I can't explain to you the guilt I walked in. I didn't if I didn't do every single thing right, I'm gonna miss heaven. I'm I'm gonna get in trouble with the church. He said it was exhausting. Living, and this is what these people in the Jewish times were living in this exhausting, I can't ever do anything right. And I think a lot of us fall into that again, <laughs> don't we? We still have that religious thing. We're like, I can't do enough. And God says, ah, That's why I came. <laughs> you can't do enough. And so there's these similarities between the Pharisees and the Mormons. Um, and so the idea of new wineskins was you can't pour new wine, the new thing God wants to do, the new way of relating to God into the old wineskins. It literally just doesn't work. You can't just sow the gospel on old rules and regulations and say, well, yeah, that's part of it, but you can't, it doesn't work. And so we're going to expound on this parable a little bit further over the next several weeks. Uh, next week, we'll take a little break and celebrate you moms, but... Um, but there's been this huge prophetic word, and I don't know if you're in these circles, but a lot of prophetic voices across the nation are speaking of a great awakening coming to our nation. I mean, they're speaking like massive. And we know the Bible talks about an end-day revival. So there's this great awakening and it's interesting, did anybody do the give him 15? Is anybody part of that thing? Give him 15, all right. What did they talk about this? What did he talk about yesterday? New wineskins. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. And so God wants to do 
the new thing in you to accomplish the new thing, the, 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 the revival, the, the awakening in hearts. We're going to see it. And we think of this on a grand scale so much, like God's going to do it. But Rich, think about it in your scale. That means people around you are going to get saved in droves. People you know, men who have been struggling for years, the Holy Spirit saying, I'm about to do something at work. And you can look through revival after revival. When that hits, man, it is powerful. But here's the thing. We have to be ready to receive that. Because if, if we just say, man, praise God, and people are getting saved, and we don't have any way to disciple them and fill them and equip them and bring maturity, well, then we've, just, we've really lost out. And so the new wine, so things that, that you used to do in the past, God's wanting to get of a new wineskin and say, hey, I know you used to, I used to use you this way in the past, but I want to use you in a new way. Can you do it? Relationships that were really good for you in the past may be the relationships that are holding you back from where God wants you to go. I've always served in this capacity, you're, you're saying. I've, I've always done things this way, and this is the season of letting go. You know, um, I've been a worship leader for over 25 years. I think I've got a funny picture there. There it's me on the left. <laughs> I had the goatee back in the 90s. I was probably 19 years old. Man, that was skinny, Jeff. You can take that off. <laughs> Since I was 14 years old, all I've done is led worship. And uh, like week after week after week, sometimes multiple services a week, literally my whole week is me leading songs and leading worship. And you guys have heard the story. Five years ago, I got a dream, or a, a vi- I should say a, just a prophetic word, in the middle of a fast, the Lord spoke to me clearly, says, your season as a full-time worship leader is coming to a close. And two weeks ago, that was the fulfillment of that word when we asked Caroline. I had, that had never changed. I was still doing it. And I'm going to just be honest with you. Um, it's hard. <laughs> And it has nothing to do with her. She's doing an amazing job. I mean, God's showing up. She's doing it. Come on, let's give her a hand. It's hard, not because of that, because of her. It's hard because I've always done this. And that doesn't, say, that doesn't mean I'm not going to be doing I mean, I'm playing bass today because I had to step in to help. But I'm going to be doing a little bit, but I've given the reins over. And I've said, okay, I can't lead this church while I'm ha- holding on to two things at the same time, I'm going to be exhausted. I'm, I have been exhausted. And it's tough. And this is what co- God's constantly doing in our lives. And I want you to really think about this as we're going through this. What's the old wineskin and what's the new wineskin that God wants to do in me? Some of you are saying, I'm, you're coming in this place and said, I've never worshipped like this before. This is uncomfortable. All these people are jumping up and they're yelling and screaming and I'm, I'm used to being quiet and reserved, all right? And maybe the Lord's saying the new wineskins is, come on, begin to express your love for the Lord. Maybe you've never been involved in church before. I've always just sit. I just, I'm the guy on the back row. I just sit and the Lord's saying, no, 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 it's time to get involved. <laughs> it's time to serve. Maybe you've never heard God before. Maybe you've never really read your Bible on a consistent basis Maybe you've never asked the Holy Spirit to fill you. Uh, maybe you're saying, I've never used my gifts like this before. I've never served before. I've never been in a small group. I've never prayed for someone to be healed. I've never had dr- dreams and visions. I've never fasted before. I've never, I've never, I've never. And the Lord's saying, it's time to get a new wineskin. 
And here's the hope. As we go through this, we begin to walk into the new things and the new callings that God has for us. Don't you want to see God use you in a mighty way? I mean, don't we all want to do that? Here's the thing. For me, it's, we love talking about the new, but i got to let go of the old. And that's where we get stuck. We're like dragging the old into the new. You know, come on, come on, I'll figure it out. No, you got to let go. So today I want to talk a little bit about one aspect of this new wineskins, and that is living the, the difference, let me say, the contrast between a natural life and a supernatural life. Um, many of us grew up with church with the idea that um, spiritual life is on Sundays. It consists of going to church, right? Trying to be a good moral person. We raise our kids the best we can to have manners, and we teach them the stories of David and Goliath and all those kind of things. We serve when we can. We, we pay our tithe. We, you know, we listen to the preacher. He's the one who, he's the spiritual one up there, right? He knows all the answers. No. <laughs> but he's the one who hears from God, don't get too crazy. <laughs> That's what we've been told in our church. Don't get too crazy in here. It's all about what's up here. And the followers of the early church of Christ, the Christians in the early church, if they would have heard that and looked at that, they'd say, what? What? Which Bible are you reading, you know? Let's, I'm, and I'm just going to say, let's face it. Many of our churches have a tame God who used to do stuff back in the day. Yeah, back in the day he used to speak and he did the crazy miracles and he... He did, you know, that was a time where he used people to do, but that's, but, but Jeff, we got the Bible today. All right. Someone find a scripture that says that God no longer does that stuff. I'd love for you to find it for me and show it to me. That's a rhetorical question. Don't do it right now, please. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Your interpretation may exist, but, but it doesn't exist. And the question is, does God still do supernatural things anymore? Does he still speak? Well, I see the Bible tells us really something totally opposite. And so I'm going to go through a bunch of scriptures. Do you mind if I do that real quick? I'm going to show you what this is all about. Jesus, Jesus says in John chapter 14, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works. What? Because I'm going to be with the Father. Now, I don't know if this necessarily believes that every, means that every single one of us is going to do greater works than Jesus individually. But what 